It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lisko, along with your host, James Rapine. We have Bengals Ring of Honor ballots coming out on Thursday. We're going to start there, and then we're going to take a look at what might be some of the more interesting camp battles on this roster as the Bengals draft class and college free agents are on board and stacked on the depth chart over at ourlads.com, which is what I use, James, to see what the roster looks like. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Go check them out and let them know that Locked On sent you. On Twitter, James, at Bengals, tells us that we're going to get a ballot tomorrow. And we know that Anthony Munoz and Paul Brown will be in the inaugural Ring of Honor, but the rest of the candidates will be revealed to the rest of the voting public on Thursday. It's exciting. It's an exciting time. I like that they dropped it. And really the the one dead week, you look at this period, obviously we had the draft last week and everything that was leading up to the draft. This is the down week because next week it's schedule time, Jake. And the schedule is going to come out and we're going to be talking about a 17 game schedule, maybe even preseason. We'll play the schedule game and and talk about wins and losses and all that stuff and tough stretches of the schedule. And and so this is the time to do it. I'm glad they're doing it ring of honor wise. And it gives us a little something to talk about here, because to me, it's quite, quite interesting um, who's going to make this ballot and then who's ultimately going to get on. And I think you and I both agree it should be Ken Anderson and Ken Riley is ultimately the final two that are inducted in this inaugural ring of honor because they're only accepting four. But I think there are some other fan favorites that could push push those two guys and they have a shot. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a popularity contest in a lot of ways, right? And I wonder who else is going to be on the list. I think obviously Chad Johnson is on the list to start. Willie Anderson, I think, is on the list to start. And then Boomer Siason. You, you go back to some of the classics. How about a Bob Trumpy? How about a Tim Crumry? How about an Eddie Brown? You know, there, there's a lot of franchise greats that could end up making the cut. And Isaac Curtis. I mean, there's, there's, there's an easy one. Ken Riley. I don't know. There's a ton. We already said Ken Riley. Uh, James, who else? There's a ton. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, let's just look at running backs. James Brooks, Corey Dillon, Mm -hmm. and I'm not trying to get into the Corey Dillon debate, but those are the two greatest running backs in franchise history. Both should be in, in my, you know, by my estimation at some point. 
And while I don't think it's necessarily this time, those are all guys that are, are ballot contenders. And that's what's going to be fun about this. And again, from a voting perspective, you're talking about season ticket holders voting. And so that I think is going to have uh, bode well for the Ken Andersons, for the Boomer Esiasons, for the Ken Rileys, because every year, uh, quick reminder, every year that you've been a season ticket holder, the Bengals have been around for 53, now 54 years. If you've been a season ticket holder for 47 seasons, your vote counts for 47 votes. It doesn't count for one like the the one year or new season ticket holders would count for. So that's a way to give the edge to some of these guys like Ken Anderson, like Ken Riley, that we didn't necessarily see growing up. Yeah, they're definitely going to see a little bit. Of, I think that kind of stacks the deck in favor of some of those classic Bengals, I'll call them, that, you know, the, the again, you're right. The people, the people that are your age, people that are my age, did not get a chance to see growing up. And, you know, great work going on, by the way. Shout out Ace and Zim, the work they've done on the Rattler documentary on Ken Riley. Go mm-hmm. check that out on YouTube. Good shot for Ken Riley to get in. I think that he needs to be in the inaugural class. I think he will be, but I will be interested to see the other names on the ballot, right? Because Bengals historically do not get the Bengals players. I should say historically do not get necessarily the, the recognition they deserve. And this is an opportunity for the Bengals to put a big list of guys that they think deserve that recognition out in front of their season ticket holders. And one of the reasons why I think Chad Johnson has a huge edge besides his insane, insanely popular uh, popularity on social media and everything like that, I bet the majority, I, I'd be willing to bet this, the majority of season ticket holders now became season ticket holders or became fans around the time when Chad was peaking. So maybe they weren't old enough to buy season tickets then. But the reason they're Bengals fans and the reason they listen to Locked On Bengals is because 85 was 7-Eleven always open. And so if you've been a season ticket holder since 2005, you might want Chad in that inaugural class. And that's what's going to be interesting here is because I I agree with you, Ken Anderson, Ken Riley. I do think it's going to be a battle, though. And in that battle, I I wonder how close the votes are going to be. And I, I don't even know if we'll ever know the final tallies, right? But it'll uh, it'll certainly be a battle for sure. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the Bengals do this process. Are they going to release full results? Do we get to revisit the polling data? You know, do, can we develop some models? Can we get Nate Silver in on this? Get some get some election models going. Nate Cohn from New York New York Times. Some of these some of these data nerds. Uh, I don't know. I, we're probably not going there, but uh, will be interesting to follow nonetheless. I'm excited to see how it goes. Uh, I'm excited to hear who you plan to vote for, too. Maybe we'll see some Team Chase versus Team Sewell stuff happen with this Ring of Honor thing. And that can be the next Bengals team debate, Team Ken versus Team Modern NFL players that were not one of the two Kens. (laughs) Team Ken versus Team Kenny. What, What if Team Ocho is in? Then you're talking about Ken versus Kenny. That would be... That'd be tough. But no, I uh, I agree with you. I, I hope the Bengals hire Jake Lisko to be the, the data. And I'm not even going to say nerd monitor here for the ring of honor. That's what I'm hoping for. Emily Parker, give him a call. They can't afford me, James. Come on. 
Oh my gosh. See, you're opening up a can of worms. We're going down a road that I don't want to go down. I'm in a good mood today. What are you doing? Then I'll save you. We won't go down that road. Let's get into some roster battles. Talk about some college free agents here coming up next. Hey, Bengals fans, listen up. Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC, is offering a free complimentary bottle to all football fans in America. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T, text DRAFT to 231231. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testafin, which helps boost free testosterone and total testosterone levels and increase energy and lean muscle mass. Plus, text now, and they're going to include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back in shape absolutely free. Again, text DRAFT to 231231. That's DRAFT to 231231. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, guys. It's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line, or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can listen to alternate routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. The Bengals added 10 players in the 2021 NFL Draft, but the work wasn't done, Jake, as you know, because they added multiple free agents afterwards, agreeing to terms with a bunch of undrafted guys that were still available after the seven-round draft, including, and this is probably the biggest name on here, Kansas running back Puka Williams. He ran for nearly 2,200 yards in his first two college seasons. Kind of a small running back or small just football player, 5'9", 175. But uh, certainly talented and, and someone to keep an eye on. Other guys that they signed, Ball State cornerback Antonio Phillips, who I know we were talking about our lads had a draftable grade. According to our lads, TCU tight end Pro Wells, Northwestern wide receiver Ryan Lease. South Carolina quarterback Colin Hill and Marshall defensive end Darius Hodge. And then one more, Jake, Ohio State punter, a local kid, a Cincinnati native, Drew Chrisman, also agreeing to terms with the Bengals. So watch out, Kevin Huber. Drew is in town. Yeah, we're going to talk some camp battles here, and maybe this is one of them. I don't know. I don't know much about punting, but I do have some stats here, James that we can talk about. Kevin Huber last year averaged uh, 47 yards per punt. His net yards per punt, according to PFF, ranked 7th in the NFL at 42.8 net yards per punt. 40% of his punts were returnable. That was, uh, you know, middle of the pack. The elite, elite punters in the NFL last year were in the low 30s, even in the 20s in some cases. And the other big stat for punters is hang time. You got, you, you remember the hang time counter. I don't even know if that's still on TV, but it used to be a big deal. They put the hang time counter on punts in the bottom corner of the TV. 
And in that particular metric, Kevin Huber was 24th in the NFL last year. So certainly can see why the Bengals would bring in some competition there. At Ohio State in his most recent year, Drew Chrisman, who, as you mentioned, James, went to high school in Cincinnati. He played for LaSalle before going to Ohio State. If you go to his ESPN page, there's a highlight of him running a fake punt to perfection. He proposed at halftime of a game. These are the things that I know about Drew Christman. They are not many. They are very surface level, but he averaged 45 yards per punt. That's all I've got. I don't have PFF college stats, unfortunately, for punter Drew Christman, one of the newest Cincinnati Bengals. But we'll see if he gives Kevin Huber a run for his money. One quick note, Jake, according to spotrack.com, Kevin Huber's deal, not guaranteed. He signed a one-year, $1.64 million deal with the Bengals, but only $137,000 is guaranteed. So that to me means eh, there's a chance. If Chrisman performs well, there's a chance that you go – with the young kid over Kevin Huber. I I guess I wouldn't be surprised that anything can happen on special teams. I know Cincinnati Bengals fans love Kevin Huber, and every year Bengals fans say he's one of the best punters in the league. I, I don't think most NFL fans are avid punter observers. I don't think Kevin Huber has been one of the best punters in the league, at least in the last couple of years. He's certainly still reliable and serviceable and I think very highly of Kevin Huber, but Hey, competition at every position, man, let's go. And the other thing here, if you're Drew Chrisman, if you weren't told you were going to have a shot to compete, why even come here? I I get it. It's home and you can audition for 31 other teams, but I bet you they said, Hey man, if you perform well, we're not ruling anything out because he could have probably had a chance to compete for a starting job elsewhere. And I'm sure they're giving him the same opportunity. Sure. Yeah, and we have spent a whole lot of time talking about men who kick footballs. Maybe punters, baby. Uh, yep, punters, they kick footballs. Uh, maybe we should talk about some physicians who do other things around the football because I do think that some of the depth the Bengals have added will make for some interesting camp battles. And I think let's start on the offensive side of the ball, right? Let's look offensive line here. The, the most scrutinized position on this roster, the one where we knew they would have to make additions in the draft. I'm not convinced they're done adding depth or competition to the offensive line here. But currently, James, there are 14 offensive linemen on the Cincinnati Bengals roster fighting for roster spots. And that does include guys that I think are very long shots like Keaton Sutherland and Isaiah Prince, who at this point have a very uphill battle but it also includes guys like Fred Johnson, Hakeem Adeniji, new new players like Deontay Smith, Trey Hill, Carmen Jackson. That, I mean, they can't keep all these guys. That they likely, very likely, will not keep all these guys. And so there will be some very interesting battles here, both for starting spots with Jackson, Carmen getting in the mix for that right guard job, and Xavier Suofilo and Quentin Spain competing for a guard job as well. It'll be very interesting to watch those battles in addition to the back of roster battles to see what players the Bengals will keep for depth on the offensive line. I love this because, yes, it's been a weak position group as a whole for the past five seasons specifically, five straight losing seasons at Paul Brown Stadium. Well, guess what? Now there's competition. 
And while it doesn't project to be the best offensive line in the league by any means, you mix in a Frank Pollock with a bunch of guys that have to compete and develop and push each other. And maybe you end up with an average offensive line. And and that's where I kind of think that uh, fans should be hoping for or hopeful that they can get there. And the the big key to me, Jake, and, and I think the difference going into this year after the draft here and after adding Riley Reef in free agency and re-signing Quentin Spain is that back end, right? They had some injuries last year, and that's part of the reason why the offensive line was so bad. But the back of the offensive line room, that depth there, it, it's just bolstered, right? Isaiah Prince was up a slot, it felt like, last year at this time. And now that's not the case. Heck, Billy Price, if Trey Hopkins is healthy, there's no starting job. There's no competitive anything for Billy Price. He's not competing for anything but a backup job. He's got to beat out Trey Hill. So it's just, to me, uh, there's more guys. There's more quality guys. The talent level is higher. And, yeah, there's still some question marks. But uh, the competition and the offensive line, that's going to be one of the big storylines of training camp in the preseason. And we'll see how these young players, how ready they are. Is Trey Hill a guy that is going to be able to contribute, right? Is he going to be a guy that maybe he pushes Billy Price, you know? I think Billy Price has positional versatility that they value. I think Trey Hill is probably much more a center. It wouldn't surprise me at all if Trey Hill ends up on the practice squad somehow. But he'll be pushing, right? This is a guy the Bengals feel like they got late. He came out early, earlier than he had to, certainly. And we, you heard... Mike Potts talked about it yesterday. They think that he has a real chance to, to stick in the NFL. At tackle, you got Deontay Smith in the mix. How ready is he going to be? Is he going to be at the weight he needs to be, right? Or are they going to be able to get him in NFL shape quick enough? How, how quickly is he going to adapt to the speed of the game? Because he looked great at the Senior Bowl for the most part, especially in one-on-ones. And then guys last year, that were playing a lot. Alex Redman, Keaton Sutherland was second on the depth chart a, a few weeks. Shaq Calhoun, Mike Jordan. These guys are pushed down on the depth chart to, to offer the depth chart altogether. And, and that doesn't even talk about, of course, the change for the offensive line coach and Frank Pollock. So that is certainly one of the ones that we will be paying the most attention to uh, during training camp. But I think like every offensive position at the back end of the roster has a competition at wide receiver. For example, there are probably five guys that are very likely to make the team T Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Jamar chase, Auden Tate. And I think Mike Thomas are probably pretty sure bets to make the team at this point. Although you could make an argument that Mike Thomas could go either way. Stanley Morgan, Trenton, Irwin, Scotty Washington, not as deep doesn't feel as deep as it did to me last year after the draft. And I know we had higher hopes for AJ green than he turned out to play. Even I did. I thought he'd be a little bit better than that. There's a little bit of concern for me here. There are five wide receivers that you feel like are are solid players. I still like Stanley Morgan's upside and and his special teams prowess, but they, they don't have the Alex Erickson on the roster right now. And there's still room to add a guy like that. If there's a veteran out there, they'd like. I do wonder about it, and I thought there was a chance that they use a second draft pick on a receiver at the back end of the draft, and part of it was, and you really should if you haven't yet listened to our interview with Mike Potts, uh, the the Bengals' uh, director of college scouting, and he was like, look, we were looking at receiver in round seven. Wyatt Hubert was just 
so much higher on our board than all these other guys. And look, that that's how I would say and, and, and go with that. And, and that's the right pick. But you're right. I think they'll certainly monitor it. And a guy like Scotty Washington wouldn't shock me. Wouldn't shock me if he made a push here. Uh, if it's currently constructed the way it is, I might pick him to beat out some of these other guys, Stanley Morgan, potentially, you know, Trent Norwin for one of these roster spots. I'm not saying it's likely or he should be the favorite, but it, it certainly wouldn't shock me based on what I saw in camp last year after he got healthy because he was dinged up at the start of camp. No Stanley Morgan slander, James. <laughs> it wasn't. It, that was Scotty Washington uh, positivity. No slander. That, that was. I was just, you know, Scotty. Go, Scotty. There's one special teams ace on this team, and it's Stanley Morgan, baby. Let's talk about a couple other positions really, really quickly. I'm actually just going to gloss over them. But back of the tight end room, there's, I think, four guys fighting for one spot in Mason Shrek, Mitchell Wilcox, Thaddeus Moss, and college free agent Pro Wells. I don't know how much of a shot Pro Wells really has there, but the, the back of this tight end room really lacking for... Uh, high quality investments. There's a seventh round pick, two college free agents, and a former college free agent in Thaddeus Moss at the Bengals one on waivers. Back of the running back room, also interesting. After Mixon and P. Ryan, Travion Williams, Chris Evans, Jocks Patrick, and Puka Williams all fighting for one or two spots there. So that's what I'm looking at on offense, James. Let's flip, look at the defensive side of the ball. Coming up next. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season in full swing. The NFL draft over. But guess what? You got prop bets you can get in right now on that Jamar Chase Offensive Rookie of the Year odds. Maybe you take some overs or unders for touchdowns or receptions. Plus, you can get all the latest news odds for all of your sporting needs, including the NBA, NHL, and UFC in one spot. Bet online. Dot AG. So before the next pitch or the next fight, go to betonline.ag. See all that they have to offer. And when you sign up for free and you're going to make that first deposit, make sure you use promo code LOCKED ON. You're going to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That is free money. Take that free money and turn it into more money at betonline.ag. So go there, promo code LOCKED ON, 50%. Welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Rock Auto has been serving people auto parts online for more than 20 years. They're a family-run business. We love the simplicity of the website. We love the price points. They have auto parts from hundreds of manufacturers for all the makes and models out there from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lights, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's your classic that you're working on or your daily driver, get everything you need in just a few clicks delivered directly to your door. The prices are reliably low. The same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers like you listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast right now. Why spend up to twice as much for the exact same parts. Go to rockauto.com to see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on and their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com The Cincinnati Bengals roster on the defensive side of the football right now feels like there are a lot of players 
fighting for spots, maybe more so than on the offensive side of the ball, or at least at more significant positions. I think the depth chart is certainly in a greater state of flux. And you just start with the defensive line where the Bengals bring back Freedom Akeem Moladun, Amani Bledsoe. You still got Josh Tupo coming back from his opt-out year. You got Rennell Wren coming back on the interior. You've added guys like Cam Sample, Wyatt Hubert, Joseph Osai. A lot of these guys are, are kind of sure things to make the team. And I think Wyatt Hubert for a seventh-round pick, the way we've heard this team talk about him, has a great chance. But guys like Amani Bledsoe, Akimo Ladoon, Josh Tupo, and I think even Khalid Kareem, Rennell Wren, some fourth and fifth round picks from recent years, are going to have a fight on their hands as the Bengals try to find the best unit on this defensive line. Depth, 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 right? I mean, that's that's what they did, and that's what happens, I guess, when you have 10 draft picks and you can use four of them on the defensive line. It just completely changes your outlook of, of where guys are going to be. And now, like, you're right, Freedom of Kinmoladoon outside looking in. Amani Bledsoe might have felt sa- not necessarily safe. You never feel safe if you're Bledsoe. But now you certainly feel like you might be on the outside looking in and you're going to have to battle here. Khalil McKenzie, right? Rennell Wren, like you mentioned. I mean, it's it's going to be tough here. And part of it is, is you're talking about, you're not talking about a lot of seventh rounders, even though Wyatt Hubert was a seventh rounder. Tyler Shelvin, it's a fourth round pick. Cam Sample, third round pick or fourth round pick, excuse me, uh, start of the fourth. Uh, Joseph Osai obviously was the third rounder there, but yeah, there's uh, they increase their depth a lot here. And look, Jake, after all those injuries, I mean, think about how many times they had to scramble and sign a Mike Daniels, who they kept around, but they scrambled to sign him, and then you just have to continue to do that and piece it together. I think they. Uh, they realize that they cannot have that situation arise again and happen again this season if they're going to be productive, if they're going to have a good year. I think there are eight guys that are for sure making this roster on the defensive line, which means it's very, very narrow in terms of margin for error for the rest. And I think that Sam Hubbard, Cam Sample, Reeder, Shelvin, Ogunjobi, Trey Hendrickson, and Joseph Osai. I guess that's only... Oh, no, Mike Daniels. That's eight. There's eight. Shelvin you know, maybe there's some concern there that there could be some weight issues. He had some weight issues at LSU. And if he doesn't come in in shape and motivated, he could have issues. I'm not anticipating that for him. And that leaves guys like Khaled Kareem, Rennell Wren, Josh Tupo, and all of those street free agents the Bengals brought in last year and are still with the team fighting for just a couple of roster spots at the back end of the defensive line rotation. So a lot more there than they had last year. Like you said, James, you spend four draft picks, including two fourth rounders and a third rounder to add depth to your defensive line room. It should look a lot different. And while they didn't spend premium draft resources there, they spent a lot of money in Hendrickson and, and Reader. And so this should be a much deeper group, at least going into camp. You can never predict injuries, but it should be very competitive for those last couple of spots. There's one spot where I think there's almost no competition, James. That's linebacker. So we can gloss over that one. There are no additions there. Keandre Jones, I guess, would be one street free agent. But I guess that was last year. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's nobody new there. And then we get to corner where they add a ton of guys in free agency. 
right? And so this isn't impacted by the draft at all. But Eli Apple and Darius Phillips, are they fighting for, for the same job? Or, you know, you're talking fourth corner at that point. I, I think that gets interesting. And then the, the back of the roster here as well, Jalen Davis, Winston Rose, college free agent Antonio Phillips, Tony Brown, Donnie Lewis Jr. There, there's, again, a lot fighting for maybe one spot on this roster. You're right. I mean, because Hilton, Locke. Waynes, Locke. Uh, Darius Phillips, Eli Apple, close. Awuzie is certainly a lock. So where where do you, where is it, right? I, I mean, there there aren't many. So that's what five locks, mm-hmm. and and so yeah, probably one. And you look at safety, and and some of these guys, like Ricardo Allen's a safety. He's not a corner, and so he's going to be in that safety room. And so Trayvon Henderson's probably the guy that's going to have to find his way and outplay Allen for that spot. Cause you got Brandon Wilson, his special teams value. He's going to make the team Von Bell, Jesse Bates. So that's, uh, I guess the one position battle could be Ricardo Allen versus Trayvon Henderson. Well, in, in the safety room, I think certainly. Yeah. And, and there's a chance they keep five if they think Ricardo Allen or maybe Ricardo Allen is a, is kind of a joker and they think that he can play some safety and some nickel corner for them because mm-hmm. You know, they might see him as a nickel corner in the first place. I'm not really sure. We talked about that when they brought him in and his old ties to Lou Anaruma when he was a slot corner. So could be in the mix at slot corner. But there's a lot here for those last spots on the roster where it does get interesting. And the last one, James, to go full circle, we spent a lot of time talking about specialists. There's a kicker competition. (laughs) Is there a kicker competition? I mean... We feel like it's probably Evan McPherson's job to lose, but technically Austin Seibert is still there. And the other specialist that we could talk about is Clark Harris, but I feel like his roster spot is very safe from Dan Godsell, who will probably be carried on the practice squad again, just in case. They might. And I am kind of curious about the practice squads and how it's going to work um, with COVID and will the practice squad still be expanded? Because that impacts things because then maybe you do keep Cybert and McPherson and McPherson. And, and then it's just decided, right? <laughs> Cybert, you're on the, the practice squad, McPherson, you're up. So who knows? But no, they're better not. Let's not even go there. If there's a kicker battle, and there can't be a kicker battle. It's done. Like it, it should be done. Unless Evan McPherson is just so bad in camp. And by so bad, I mean like doesn't sign until two weeks into training camp. And then when he shows up is carrying a boom box. And this is an Achilles Smith reference because he couldn't get his contract done after he was the third overall pick in 1999. And guess what? That's not going to happen with Evan McPherson. So yeah, he should be the starting kicker this year, barring an epic Achilles Smith collapse, uh, you know, of epic perfor- uh, proportions here going into training camp. All right. There you go. No kicker battle, says James Rapine. <laughs> Evan McPherson, you're the guy. Go kick some Gatorade caps off the bottles in Paul Brown Stadium. That's probably going to do it for this episode of the Locks on Bengals podcast. We're back tomorrow with the weekend mailbag. A lot that we're going to monitor. I don't even think the Bengals are up to 90 players on their roster either. So we will probably see some more additions between now and camp as they look to add some camp bodies, maybe some veterans into the mix. Maybe Geno Atkins comes back. I don't know. I'm just going to slip that in there real quick. But we'll see what happens here because there is still some cap space 
for this team and a lot we're going to be watching. The team is gearing up for rookie minicamp and shortly thereafter we'll have some OTAs. We'll see if the Bengals have those in person or not. And in a few short months, James, it'll be time for training camp. I can't wait. Until then, get your questions ready for tomorrow's mailbag. Who day and have a good one. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.